T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Helping you unwind after a long day of work. I think he's kind of a boob. Ken really taking the day south as a person. You can't go out there and be a moron. It doesn't work like that. The Nightcap. We're eating their food. On WGR Sports Radio 550. I hear you, Linus. <clears throat> Song draft complete. Now it's the Nightcap post game show here on WGR. Post draft show. It's me, Joe, and Derek tonight. Not the first post-draft show we've done? Correct. We did one when Josh Allen was picked until like 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, we did a sports thunder overnight. And people Little called. Different. People called. Little different. That was amazing. That was. We should do that again. Um, and now, if you want to call, get your thoughts on what happened in the song draft, you can at 803-0550. I don't have to tell you where to find us on Twitter or on the text line because that's been basically blowing up since we started this thing. So I know uh, you're getting your opinions in on those avenues. We've got a little sports tonight. Kind of. Not really. The NHL skills competition is at 9 o'clock. And two Sabres in participation. Have you looked at the list yet? Well, for, for before I say that, are you going to watch the NHL skills competition? When is it? Tonight at 9. No. Mostly because I have to be back here tomorrow morning. Okay. Second question. Eichel and Skinner are both participating. Did you look at the list yet to see where what they're participating in? I figure Eichel is probably in the fastest skater. Okay. Because he's fast. You are correct. He's in the fastest skater. Jeff Skinner probably... Yeah, let me, let me give you the other hmm. the competition so you can, okay. you can try to guess here. So we have fastest skater... Puck control, premier passer, hardest shot, shot accuracy. Which one is Jeff Skinner participating in? Think about his game. Mm. Shot accuracy or probably maybe the puck puck control. That's what he's in. Puck control. All right. So before before we get dive he's into not the song a pass, draft, he's not really a hard shot. Like, yeah, it was one of those two for me. Right. Before we dive deep in the song draft, let's uh, let's let's previous a little bit. Skinner in puck control. Would you take him over John Tavares in that competition? I wouldn't. No. Mark Shifley. No. Elias. Eh. Elias. Maybe maybe Shifley. Elias oh, Patterson. Patterson. Yeah. No. Landis Cog. Let's yeah, see, yeah. I'd take him over. Pat Kane? No. no. Claude Giroux? Probably mm-hmm. not. And Johnny Goudreau? It's Probably a tough not. field. Those the are West like the is danglers. Stacked. Those are the danglers of the league. The West is stacked there. Fastest skater? Can Eichel beat Cam Atkinson? Mm-hmm. Matt Barzell? Yes. Maybe. Miro Heiskanen? Yes. Clayton Keller? I mean, there might be a reason Heiskanen's on there. Uh, Keller, probably. Elias Pettersson. How come Pettersson gets two competitions? Yeah, what the heck? I don't know, but he does. Um. Yeah, I um, think there's one those. name that I know that is on Connor there. Connor McDavid. No, 
or can anyone? How about Kendall Coyne? What? She is, oh, on the U.S. women's national team. Nice. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say Eichel definitely. Nobody's beating McDavid. Let's be real here. Can he? No, he can't. No, Those nobody, long strides. Nobody can. Nobody no, can. I, I agree. I don't think he can. I don't think he can. All right. Song draft. 803-0550 is the phone number if you want to get your reaction in. Uh, I'm happy with my team. We've got polls up on Twitter. If you want to vote on, you can give a grade to each team. I didn't put F in there as an option. Uh, for one, Twitter only allows four options on the poll. That's the first reason. Second reason, you know, we're all picking our favorite songs. Uh, nobody failed. Nobody failed. And there are some missed songs, like plenty of them. And I'm not a huge music guy, so there's probably a lot of songs that I'm not even thinking about right now that were missed that uh, I'm sure you guys will bring up, and I think you should bring up. Songs that were passed over. Who got snubbed in the song draft, as well as if you want to give me your opinion on who had the best team. Before we get to some calls, run down a little bit of the Twitter polls. Uh, Starting with me. Like I said, I'm happy with my team. I knew going into this that the team that I spit out wasn't going to be super popular, but I'm a country music guy. I had to get a couple of country picks in there, and I wanted a, dir- a diversified team. I wanted it to be well balanced. I don't want a bunch of things on the like. I don't want a bunch of rock songs. I wanted a rock song or two, but I wanted to get some country in there. I wanted to get some reggae, which I did in the end. So my team, if you missed it, take me home, country road. John Denver, Let It Be, The Beatles, Africa by Toto, Colder Weather by Zach Brown Band, maybe a little early, but I would have picked it eventually, Friends in Low Places, Garth Brooks, Slow Dancing in a Burning Room by John Mayer, probably my most controversial pick to this point, Some Love It, More Hate It, Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses, Legendary, and Three Little Birds by Bob Marley. Right now, 18% are giving me an A, 23B, 27C, 32D. I'm not doing the worst. Paul right now has got the lowest grades, 10% A, 20% B. We'll run down some of their teams and some of their grades as we uh, progress here on the nightcap. Let's go to Vinny. Vinny, you are on the nightcap. What's up? Hey, good afternoon, guys. Or good evening, I should say. Yeah. Um, how do you guys have a uh, song draft and not include Chuck Berry? I don't get it. We did I- include Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry was... Oh, that's my on. mistake there, Vinny. I thought, I For- thought it was missed. First round... First round pick by uh, Bulldog. He picked Johnny B. Good. Oh, okay. Oh, awesome. Okay. I, I apologize. I didn't listen to the draft. My son had a basketball game, and I, gotcha. I didn't hear the Chuck Berry do you, song. Do you think any other song should have been considered by him or just Johnny B. Good? Oh, you know what? I, Chuck Berry is, you know, for Chuck Berry, if it wasn't for Chuck Berry, there, there wouldn't be, like, you know, rock and roll blues or whatever. So he was the foundation. So I'm just glad that Bulldog – you know, picked him and included him. I didn't hear the draft. I'm going to go back and listen to it online later on when I put my kids to bed. But it's right. more concerned that Chuck Berry was <laughs> But now that I know that he wasn't, I still have faith in WGR. <laughs> Penny, thanks for the call. Yeah, and it was a first-round pick, too. Like, not only did we not miss it, he uh, Bulldog picked him in round one uh, with Johnny B. Good, which a caller called in earlier. Like, the only reason I think I even know who Chuck Berry is. I'm a young guy. I don't really listen to his music. Um, the only reason I know about him and that song is because I've been interested in space in the past. Like, I've watched documentaries on it. Um, and the Voyager 1 spacecraft, which is the first spacecraft to leave the solar system, does have 
It's like a box or something that's like got messages just in case like alien life form ever runs into it. And the song that was picked to be on that to show like, oh, this is humanity and their music. They picked Johnny Be Good by Chuck Berry. So that is a good, interesting uh, trivia question that a caller had earlier on that song. I think Bulldog's team, if I were going to take my team out and unbiasedly vote who had the best team, I think Bulldog did. He's a music guy, though. We could have we could have anticipated that. Um, I was coming into this draft expecting to learn about music because I'm not a big music guy, especially like classic stuff, blues, old time rock. Like I'm not really well versed in that. I go back to probably the '80s and before that. Like I know about the Beatles, and that's about it. So, to me. I use this draft as kind of a learning experience. I wasn't going to pick these songs in these in these uh, from these artists, but kind of getting familiar with them. Like, oh, I know that song. I've heard that before. Johnny Be Good, for instance. It's a great song. I would not have known it by name until today. Like a Rolling Stone. I knew that one. But Don't Really Listen to It by Bob Dylan. I would have listened to that. Um, so I'd have to unbiasedly give uh, my vote the Bulldog, although I think everyone had uh, really good drafts. I, as, Paul, as I will give an unbiased vote here. I'll, I'll, before I say that, though, or before you say that, I do think Paul, he might have had a really good draft, but I don't know, because I, I didn't know half his songs. <laughs> That's just musical taste, though. Yeah. All right, who's your vote for? All right, my vote's probably best song pick, just like singular song. Ooh. I'm going with when Bulldog picked Public Enemy. That was... You were, no- you were noise. jamming in there. Dude, that, come on. How do you not? Like, once he said something about it, like, you know, the punk theme and everything like that, I'm just like... Round four. Yeah, I'm just like, yo, let's go. Because DJ Anthony picks Rage Against the Machine in the same round, and, and then Bulldog follows it up with Public Enemy. I'm like, yo, all right, let's go. So I was a little, I was a little hyped for that pick. Man, DJ Anthony, too. DJ Anthony, I would say, probably had the best all-around group california love by tupac and dr mm-hmm. dre just slipped my mind that would have been i would have picked it i would have picked it somewhere yeah and i mean i didn't get to rap the, i wanted around. to get something all around though i mean dj anthony threw a couple of different genres in there and you know i would say that's probably what gets it for him and a lot of people on twitter agreeing right now yeah he has the highest uh he has the best vote right now 43 percent for an A, 29% for a B, 15% C, 13% D. Good news. You're not uh you're not looking as dreadful in uh <laughs> in the Twitter polls right now uh, compared to Mr. Paul Hamilton. I will say true. I will say one thing that I saved know, you. I don't know, I don't know if everyone knows Paul's songs. One thing I mean, that he, saved you one. to me. Pick one. I thought he nailed it. Rock and Roll by Led Zeppelin. I didn't have a lot of like classic rock songs on my board. That was certainly one of them. I feel like Paul deserves to be in last because of the fact that he uh, misnamed the band on his fourth pick with <laughs> This Beat Goes On by allegedly I was the scrambling Kinks. in there. I was scrambling <laughs> there. I'm like, wait, you say The Kinks? I started looking up The Kinks. I'm like, there's no song in here called This Be Good. Not or, to mention, ju- not just because of that, though. This Beat Goes On. The big reason I know that I would never put you in last is because you did take Africa by Toto. I had to. It was a saver. It had to be done. Was anybody else going to do it? I'm not a huge country fan, but when you when you go ahead and you take Africa by Toto, I'm I'm all right. You know, it's you're cool with me at that point. You're not going in last at the very least. Take the country out of my draft. How do you think I did? Good. 
Would you take me home? Country roads is country, but it's like it, yeah, it transcends country. It, like you said, it's the LeBron of the NBA. LeBron is bigger than the NBA. It. People are singing it in a bar. Yeah, if yeah. that's the case. You know like, what I'm saying there, though. Yes, like LeBron's bigger than the NBA. I think "Take Me Home, Country Roads" is bigger than country music. I would agree, even though it has the word "country" in the song um, title, but. I would agree with that. Other parts about my draft strategy, I really I, I needed to get a Beatles song, and I had to get my favorite one. Even though, like I would admit, most people are not going to have Let It Be as the top Beatles song. I think. No, but you made your personal touch on it. Right. And it, it's not like it was so deep that nobody knew what it was. Uh, it's not some song that nobody's ever heard of by the Beatles. So I got Let It Be in round two. I was happy with. I think Mike was going to take it uh, really soon there. Uh, for one, because I was producing the show. And I had to be ready to play the music. So all the guys, like, they kind of give me a heads up, like, hey, this is on my board. I might, I might pick this. I might pick this. And Mike, I was going to pick it round two. All honesty. I was going let it be round two no matter what. Because I only had a couple songs I thought others could take. That was definitely one of them. So I was set. I'm going to pick that round two. And then Mike, as one of his songs, said, hey, I might pick let it be by the Beatles. In my head, I'm like, oh, okay. So if he doesn't pick it round one, I'm fine here. But he's going to think, I texted him this song, and now he's picking it. So maybe I led him on to it. But I was already on to Let It Be by the Beatles. Africa, I was fine with in round three. I don't, I don't think it needed to go lower. Not at all. That's a legendary song. Everybody likes it. If you say you don't like Africa by Toto, you're lying. Absolutely. 8030550 is the phone number, by the way. You can't you can't hate it. Like if you don't if you say you don't like Africa, you're lying. I, I think that's gotta be true. Unless you're talking about the Weezer yeah, version. You can and then we can, all hate it. You can not like the Weezer cover. That's fine. But yeah, I feel like there's only two people in this world. People that enjoy Africa by Toto and those that are lying. Right. Um, what do that, you think, what that song carried your draft class. Anything that you would have picked that was not picked today? Yes, but I'm also a very picky. I'm like I'm, my music taste is not as broad as everyone else's. Yeah, like I like a little bit of everything. I don't. I don't even think I like any genre enough to be so deep into it. Where, like maybe country to for a little bit here. But I like every genre a little bit, whereas I'm not like super invested in any of them where I would can go like 50 songs deep in any certain genre. Would I have probably been laughed at for going ahead and taking something from Blink-182? Probably, but would I have done it? Yes, because that's my conviction. I thought about them. I, would, I was probably going with Damn It. If, that would, if I was in this draft, that would have been something I would have taken that no one else would have. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Tony on Twitter, Hypnoti- Hypnotize is the best song of the bunch. That is that was actually something that DJ Anthony was so solid that kind of slips under the radar. I was expecting more modern stuff from him. That's what but that's what shows you like that dude has been in music. You know, he he's yeah. down the hall at a music station the whole time and his draft class kind of showed it. I uh I enjoyed it. It was my first draft. I'd listened to a bunch of drafts here on the station uh, throughout my childhood. That's how long the, sh- the afternoon show's been going on. I was a child, and I was glad to be in one. I had fun, and I don't care what y'all say. I think I had the best team. I'm listening to my team before I'm listening to these other ones. 
I Therefore, mean, in my that's opinion, fair. <laughs> I, I, I acknowledge that my team's not going to be the most popular. But in my mind, I, th- I thought I did perfect. That's exactly what I wanted to do. The only thing I would have liked to squeeze in there somewhere, because I do listen to rap, I would have liked to get some representation there. But at the end, I just could not let Bob Marley go undrafted. Nicely done. I need You needed to have... The whole genre wasn't represented. I listened to reggae growing up. I like reggae. And there was nothing. Nothing. I thought We had to get at least one song in the genre, let alone Bob Marley. And I probably would have also gotten laughed out of the draft because I probably would have gone ahead and taken something ska, too. You, you would have taken what? I would have taken something like ska music. What is that? You know, uh, like I said, like I'm not well, well Real Big Fish or Less Than Jake or something like that, you know? That's what that's called? Yeah. Ska? Ska. How, how do you spell that? S-K-A. S-K-A. That's the genre. That's Ska music is a genre? Yeah. How would you describe ska music? Let's see. It would be music that you could personify to a certain Ryan Gates, I guess. Mm. You know, like... That actually explains a lot more than you might think it would. <laughs> That, okay, I fully understand now. Yes, what you mean by that? But yeah, like real big fish or less than Jake or uh, Goldfinger. Mm-hmm. Those are those are bands that I grew up with. Come on, people, give me some votes here. Give me, give me, give me above. I'm, I'm at 19 percent for an A. I will say that I have passed Mike Shope in terms of great uh, votes for A, but I have a lot less when it comes to B. So I don't know what that means. I know I think that means my team is polarizing. I wanted to be polarizing. I love being polarizing. Loved or hated. I don't need no in-between. I don't need these betweeners. Have a strong opinion. Let's go. You either love John Mayer or you hate him. You either love country music or you hate it. Everybody loves Africa by Toto, as I just said. Most un- The one pick I will say that uh, I was surprised went as late as it did was Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones. That is a classic song. I probably should have done it, um, but I want. I thought I could get a song that in that genre that I could get later, which was "Sweet Child of Mine," which I guess is not really the same genre, but it's classic rock to me. And I maybe should have done that a little bit earlier. I could have, absolutely, because once me personally, once I passed like round three, I didn't think any of the songs I picked was gonna get taken by somebody else. So I, I think maybe that's my one regret going back is seeing how far Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones fell to round five, where Bulldog picked it, I could have absolutely done that earlier. I could have picked that earlier. I could have picked that where I picked Africa, and maybe got Africa after that. Um, what did I pick in round four? Uh, the colder weather, that that was probably the mistake there. Because I could have got any Zach Brown band song wherever I wanted. I was a little worried about Paul, though. Like, I didn't know. I Paul, I knew, like, country music, but I didn't really know specifically what country music. So, to me, I'm getting to round three or round four, and I was thinking, Paul hasn't picked any country yet. That could happen. And I don't know. Like, it's, it's wild card. And I, you never know what he's going to go with. Is he going to go Conway Twitty way back? Is he going to go Florida Georgia line, which is, like, basically pop? It's more pop than it is country. Or is he going to go, like, Zach Brown Band, which I wanted to do? So, I took the risk there, and I maybe... Could have waited and picked Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones. I'm for sure, uh, my biggest start regret in the draft. Let's go to Rich in Buffalo. Rich, you're on the nightcap. What's up? Gentlemen, good evening. How are you? Oh, Joe, you you picked a good Bob Marley 
But listen to me, I am an old schooler. I used to go to the pier back in the early 90s. When they played Bob Marley at the pier, the women used to be so into it. You should have picked Buffalo Soldier. It's great. You would have had brownie points on the Twitter just because of the, the time. Yeah, I know, but it's it wasn't my favorite one. And honestly, like I, I, I think I could have got some brownie points there. You're right. But if I'm ranking Bob Marley songs, like, I think I'm putting that like fourth. I like One Love, No Woman, No Cry, Three Little Birds, what I picked. Like, I, I don't know if I can – What should I have picked a song that would that I didn't necessarily love because I would have got brownie points? I didn't want to suck up to everybody. You know what I mean? Well, here's another song you should have played because this is one of my favorite songs from the Woodstock era, Soul Sacrifice by Carlos Santana at Woodstock. That drum solo is nails to the wall. And also – John Bonham with Led Zeppelin, Gail's Pole. Those two songs you should have probably looked into. See, here's the thing, and this is why I I wanted to learn from this draft. I probably have heard every song you just mentioned. I don't know them by name. I couldn't like I couldn't hum them in my head right now. Yeah, do some homework there, Joey. Because I know. If you ever if you ever YouTube it, just watch it. I mean, uh, they're all high, obviously, but that. Song was nailed at Woodstock. What was the Carlos Santana song again? Soul Sacrifice. Okay, I'm gonna look it up. Summer was like 17 or 18 years old, and he had like about a 30, 40 second solo, and just the whole song is pumping. Gotcha. And like I said, I know you're a young dog. Just look it up and just watch it, and you're going to agree with me. All right, Rich. Thanks for the call, man. We're you know what we'll do? We'll we'll bump back with it. That's right, Derek. Don't make a face. You can find it. This is the internet. Soul Sacrifice by Santana. Carlos Santana. No, Santana. See, this is why I, I couldn't, I could not pick. I'm not sure. I, I'm not, I'm not. Whatever. Never mind. To the nightcap, Jody Biasi and Derek Kramer. We're talking a little bit about the song draft here, doing a little wrap up. Uh, I do want to get into some hockey later on in the show. Uh, as the Sabres are, like, they're closing in on, on coming back from their break. In fact, officially, I think their bye week's over. Because all NHL teams are off now. So I think they're, yeah, they're, their bye week's officially over, and they're into the uh, the all-star break. It just They just happen to coincide. So they'll be back on Tuesday. It's not far off. It's only a couple days. You missed the Sabres? Like, I know they're not great right now. They're not playing great. but like I miss watching them. Yeah, I miss the games. Last year at this time, I would not have said that at all. Tonight, Cap, Jody Biasi, and Derek Kramer here on WGR. Just going to let this breathe for a second. I don't think I've heard it. I don't think this is one of those songs like, oh, I know it. I just didn't know the name. Did you know this one? Negative. We're young. Yeah, didn't have it. Was never going to pick it. Don't know what it is. Solid sound, though. I, I like I, it. I can respect it. I know Santana. Black Magic Woman. That was on my board. Not this, though. All right. I've had enough. Good tune, though. 
Um, it's the Nightcap, Jody Piazzi and Derek Kramer. We've been recapping the song draft that, you know, wrapped up about an hour and a half ago. 803 is the number. You think we missed anything? Let us know. You can also vote either by calling us or on Twitter on who had the best draft. Um, right now, DJ Anthony leading the way. 42% say that he had an A or gave him an A as a draft grade. Bulldog is at 30%, giving him an A. I'm, I've, I'm, I'm coming back a little here, 20% with an A, while Mike Shope is at 18% and Paul down at 11 Although I will say Mike has 40% of people voting for him as a B, whereas I only got 23% of people thinking I got a B. So there's that. Polarizing. It's what I want. Um, amazingly, <laughs> Vinny on Twitter has done some analytics on our draft. He calculated by, he kind of did a spreadsheet, put the year next to each song that was picked and then averaged and calcula- calculated slash averaged each team's draftees uh, average year of their song. Derek, I'm going to have you guess here. Who do you think had the oldest team? Paul. Paul was second oldest at 1973. That sounds about right, though, 1973. <laughs> yeah. Bulldog at 1969 was the oldest. Nice. Who do you think had the newest team? Youngest team? Probably you. You'd be right, but it's only it's barely. I My average year is 1986. Which even that was older than I thought it'd be. I thought I'd be in the 90s somewhere when I saw that this happened. And DJ Anthony, right behind me, 1985. It's only a one-year difference there. Um, that I mean, that's going to happen when you pick Let It Be by the Beatles. That's 69. And Country Road, that's early 70s too. So uh, that's going to happen. But I didn't do anything in the 40s, 50s, or 60s really, other than the Beatles. All right. 8030550 is the phone number. What do you think we missed? Uh, I did say, as I wrapped up the draft with my final pick, that I wanted to get some modern hip-hop in there, and I wasn't able to do it because I felt Bob Marley needed to be represented. I would wanted to pick a Drake song, and I don't think that would have helped my draft grade. <laughs> Maybe it would have. I don't know. I feel like the, 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 the millennials are probably already on my side voting. I'm talking like I'm not one of them. I am one of them. But I feel like if I would have picked a Drake song that maybe I would have won over the younger crowd. But I don't know if the younger crowd's paying attention to that on Twitter. Maybe they are. Let's go to Dan. Dan, you're on the nightcap. What's up? Dan, are you there? Yes. Go ahead, man. Yes, um... I have a little bit of problem with the uh, rock and roll draft. Just that uh, uh, there was—I uh, don't think there was any Pink Floyd. No, there wasn't. Uh, songs called off. Right. Which is almost hard to believe. And uh, one Pink Floyd song. Which one should have been picked? Satin. Uh, That—that's got to make every every draft, uh, in my opinion. And uh, there was no Metallica either. That was really surprising. Yeah, I think Metallica was on a couple of our boards, um, but nobody got to it. I, I was thinking probably either Enter Sandman or, I don't know what I would have done. on Sad But True, probably. 
But uh, yeah, ma- master of puppets. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, and then Noah, what, what, uh, Knights in White Saturn. I mean, that's <laughs> Knights in White. Yeah, what classic uh, of all time? It's hard to believe that that one wasn't uh, that what a, wasn't selected. What 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 do they have? What what's one of their songs? Uh, n- uh, Knights in White Saturn. That's the name of the song. Yes. Oh. Hmm. This is where the age difference comes in. Uh, Dan, thanks for the call. I've got a hot take. Go ahead. Is it that Knights in White Satin should have won first overall? No, it's Moody that, Blues. Oh, okay, yeah. No, it's that I before. think uh, Metallica's a little overrated. And I think I it's o- and I think it's okay that they didn't make the draft. I don't necessarily disagree with you. Yeah, I think I feel like it's okay that they didn't make the draft. Yeah. How about that? There was no Disney songs drafted, or movie songs, or national anthems. Or theme songs, like the TV shows. You know what? Good that Nothing. that didn't happen. Soviet feel- Union anthem, so good. Like, just musically. <laughs> I mean, come on. Oh, it's so it's so catchy. Come on. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm going to put my hand over my heart for the Soviet anthem. <laughs> but it's catchy. I have no comment. Those are the only words in Russian I think I know, the, the, the words of that. Because I always think of Ivan Drago coming out, and like that's the most intense movie scene in uh, those in those movies. I think. Um, yeah, no TV show themes. Uh, I was thinking about a Disney song. I didn't end up doing it. Didn't seem like it was trending towards that being a good idea. Being a good idea. Uh, Circle of Life probably would have been the top choice, though. Something off Lion King. That would have been the way to get Elton John in there too. Although. Would it have been more disrespectful to Elton John to pick just one of its so- his songs and have it be from Lion King or just not have anyone pick any Elton John song? I don't know. Um, let's go out to the tweet sheet. Yep, movies. Here's Adam. I can tell from all these choices no one in this draft group works out or watches movies no Eminem no Johnny Cash no Eye of the Tiger no Chris Cornell no Tom Petty no Tom Petty is the biggest uh, crime of those I don't really have a big issue with anything else there but Tom Petty probably should have been uh, represented Uh, Matt the best soul sacrifices from Fillmore live very very good okay that was the uh in response to Santana being played on the way in here. Um, Wandering Jack, lukewarm with your draft. I love Africa. It's a bone of contention in my relationship. There's no song my girlfriend hates more. Well, I also enjoy country. Glad you got a few, but John Mayer sucks. God, you people. John Mayer. You know what? I'm, I'm, Give okay, me a break. With, I'm okay with this take. I had to get one. I mean. Why not? What's wrong with it? What's wrong? What's the What's the big problem here? That people don't seem to like it. Why? <laughs> Why? I think I think people don't like John Mayer just because you're. I don't think you're supposed to like John Mayer. I don't know. Maybe that's wrong. Unfortunately, that's probably the one that you're defending the most. That's definitely true. Um, I'm defending a couple, but yeah, the, I think I'm defending my John Mayer pick as well as. Africa, but not to as big an extent. Like, there are some that don't like Africa. I feel like people hating on Africa, it's now becoming popular to do so. Right. 
because it's it's becoming overplayed. Yes, it's becoming overplayed. Therefore, not it's popular really. to be fought against. Play it right now. I, I gotta hear. I gotta hear it. I, I mean, it's just it's so catchy. There's no way you're sitting in your car when that song comes on, and you're not just oh the eight bit version. What are we doing? I'm being lazy. There it is. Just a great tune. I'm, I'm also... It, am I wrong for not needing the, my favorite songs to mean something? Like, I, maybe I'm looking at just the surface of them, but you know what I mean? Like, I just... If it sounds good, like, I don't think about really it what's ha- in it. It doesn't have to be sentimentality, no. I almost did that with my Guns N' Roses pick. I ended up picking Sweet Child of Mine, but I almost picked the song Civil War, which is not quite as popular because... Well, for one, I love it, but for, like, two, like, that song is, like, it's a protest to war. Like, there are, it's a very political song. Like, there's a lot more in there than there is in Sweet Child of Mine, but I went with Sweet Child of Mine. Because, for for one, it, it was a tie for me, and then I just ended up going with, uh, you know, the one that was a little more popular. All right. If you got any more thoughts on the song draft, feel free to call us or text us or tweet us, and uh, we'll try to get to it. But I do want to talk some hockey. We got the All Star competi- the All Star uh, Skills Competition that starts in about an hour and fifteen minutes. Jeff Skinner and Jack Eichel both participating. Eichel in the fastest skater competition. Skinner in the puck control thing, relay, whatever it is. And you know the Skinner. Contract thing is kind of progressing, it seems. He's talking like he's definitely going to stay here. He was asked a question about Rasmus Dahlin today, and basically the question pointed to- him towards, do you want to play with this guy for the rest of your career? He didn't shy away from it. He didn't just come out flat and say, yeah, I want to play with him for the rest of my career. But he certainly didn't shy away from it. So like, what are the parameters going to look like there with that contract? Let's talk about that a little bit when we come back because I think there's a – I wonder what the range is that Skinner is going to be looking for and what the Sabres want to pay him. Jeremy Jeremy is a secret Twitter source guy. I think came out with 9 over 8. Or 8 over 9. I, don't, I forgot. Uh, I'll look that up. But it, it, was a, it was a big contract. And I, I still tend to think that that number is going to be north of $8 million. We'll talk a little bit more about that when we come back. It's the Nightcap, Jody Biasi and Derek Kramer. And by the way, you can check out the whole song draft on demand at WGR550.com. It's the Nightcap. Some real big fish here. This is, what is it called? Ska? Yes. S-K-A-H? No. S-K-A. Yes, just some S-K-A. S-K-A. Sell out. Ska. By the real big fish. Um, should Jeff Skinner get paid more than Leon Draisaitl? Yes. Do you know what his contract is off the top of your head? Yes, unfortunately. That's the problem I'm having is because Peter Shirelli broke the market. Kinda. Kinda? He did. Well, didn't David Pasternak sign right after that and not get the same deal? Not get, got not nearly as much for what he's worth. Let alone. Yeah, he got 6.6. 6. 6. 6. 6. It's an evil contract. I think those 6 just go forever. Um, but yeah, remember Pasternak was signing right after, and everyone's like, oh, wow, Drysdale signed for that? 
Now I guess Pasternak's going to get – or sorry, Drysdale signed for that. So Pasternak's going to get eight at least, and he didn't. He got 6.6. So I wonder if teams just went, oh, it's just Shirelli. Agents too. Like, oh, it's just Shirelli. We know what's happening over there. Um, but I, I wonder where that Skinner contract's going to fall in because if you look at his production, if you look at his even strength production, just goal production overall, he is absolutely – a $7 million player at least. And you can argue higher. Now the thing is... He's 26. And that's kind of on the fence. Usually, like, a couple years older, you don't want to give that guy a massive deal. At least when you're looking at term. Uh, Vegas just had this uh, with Max Pacioretty. Remember Max Pacioretty was available in the summer? None of us really wanted him. I didn't want him. Why? Because he was 29. He's got maybe three good years left. We found that with players over and over again. Matt Molson had a bunch of good years with the Islanders. He came here. What was he, like 28, 29 when he signed that deal? Was he, even, he might have been 30. Shot. He was shot by the time he got here. Kyle Poso. We're seeing a little bit of that. Not quite to the same extent, but he comes here... Two years ago, two off-seasons ago, and he was 28. You were expecting, I'm going to get two, three good years here, maybe four. And then after that, ah, don't know. And we're seeing it now. Like He hit age 30, and he looks like a different player. I think that might be more to do with the fact that his centerman, his center is a lot worse than it's been. It's not Eichel. It's not O'Reilly. It's been a young Casey Middlestat like a rookie Casey Middlestat, or it's been Sabotka or Larson. Skinner is going to get this contract. He's going to be 27 years old. I think you pay him north of $8 million. I think his range probably falls somewhere in the 8 to $9 million area. I, don't, I, I thought before he'd probably get over nine, and I don't know if that could go back to being that. Like If he won the Rocket Richard, maybe. But, I don't know, Vetchkin seems to be running away with that. But, I think somewhere in that 8 to $9 million range is fair. And I think might be a little bit overpaying, but I think you got to do it. Even though you only gave up a little bit to get him, you only gave up a B-minus prospect in Cliff Poo and a bunch of picks that you're probably not going to have to worry about. It might be Those second-round picks, I mean, that could be Justin Bailey in eight years. At this point, like, whatever. You don't want to always trade those picks, but I'm not too worried about it. Just because you got him for a dime on the dollar doesn't mean that I think this team shouldn't be under pressure to sign him. Like I don't, I don't know if I also want to say they are on. I, I think they are. Never mind. I do. They're under pressure to sign him. They should be. Where the with the way this team is built and with the way this team has had their success this year, he is an enormous part of them of their success. And if they make the playoffs, he's going to be an enormous part of that. Because they're just not deep. If, if anything, they need to go do that again. They need to go make that Skinner trade again with somebody. It's not really realistic because that trade, I mean, it still boggles my mind why Carolina did that. But if you can do that again, then maybe we're talking about a serious contender this year. But it's probably not going to happen. Which is why over the past few days we've talked about like lesser options. We've talked about Charlie Coyle and Andre Burakovsky and Jacob Silverberg in uh, Anaheim. 
Like those are the players I think that are realistic if they do make an addition. They're not going and get Matt Duchesne. They're not getting Mark Stone. Who else is available? They're not getting Patrick Kane. Keep seeing that on Twitter. I mean, that'll always happen because he's from Buffalo, but it's still, ugh, it's not going to happen. Basically, we're just still playing the waiting game here. We're playing the waiting game. We're waiting for Skinner to sign. And I don't think there's any scenario they trade him. Pierre Lebrun on a TSN a couple days ago, he had a little report on Skinner wanting to stay in Buffalo. They're going to meet after the All-Star break. He wrapped up that little report with time is of the essence. Buffalo's not in a playoff spot right now. I don't think that matters. Does anybody else think it should? I don't think it should. Whether this team is in the playoffs or not to whether they sign Jeff Skinner. I think we all see his value. I think they see his value. And the secondary scoring problem is not his. Like, it's not on him. If anything... You can't. You just can't keep shipping great players out like that out because of culture or whatever, or because they're asking too much money. At some point, you got to keep these guys. They didn't do it with O'Reilly. I think that we can go back and start to question that move. In fact, I did want to spend a little bit of time on that in the second hour, but I think it's a no-brainer at this point. You pay him, you give him eight to nine million, and you bite the bullet in in five six years when he's in his mid-30s and he's making a huge chunk of change. If that's even a lot of money by then. Because the cap keeps going up. Who knows how much that'll even be worth. Another way to look at it that I kind of did a couple of months ago, or maybe it was a month ago, if you look at it right now, if you just play, play the hypothetical, it's not even hypothetical, just think of it this way. Matt Molson right now makes $4 million on their cap. Or cost $4 million on their cap. Add that to the 5.7 that Skinner's on their cap right now. You're already paying $9.7 million for that level of production between those two players. Next year, you're probably paying less. Because you're not paying Skinner 9.7. At least I don't think so. So look at it that way. You're already paying $9.7 million for Molson and Skinner. Next year, hey, I could be 8.4 for Molson and Skinner. With Molson not being in the organization at all. I mean, he's not really in it right now, but he's on their cap. Quickly, before we get to a break, I do think he's a candidate to be traded. Molson. Just by way of his cap hit. If the Sabres are looking to make an addition, like if Minnesota wants a second round pick for Charlie Coyle, or if they want a late first, which the Sabres have, I think Buffalo should probably, in, the, in a situation like that, be able to say, all right, we'll give you what you want, but you're going to take Matt Molson's contract so that maybe we can go out and make another addition. Like, I think that, that contract could be moved. We saw it with Matt Bolesky last year out of Boston. Not a good deal. Dude was in the AHL, and they wanted to make a move, so they shipped that contract along with their other stuff to make the move. And I think that Molson's contract uh, you could see included in a deal uh, once we hit deadline time. Like I said, I did want to talk a little bit about Ryan O'Reilly and going back to that deal, how it looks right now. Obviously, jury is still up in the air, but I think they really, really miss him on the ice. I think they really do. And I think it's not fair to say that you can just assume that this team would not be in the position they are if O'Reilly was in that locker room. I think that's very hard to know, and I don't think you can just assume that. We'll talk more about that after the break.
It's the nightcap, Jody Biasi and Derek Kramer. Song draft stuff too, if you still want, here on WGR. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.